Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way. As a successful entrepreneur myself, I'm passionate in helping other entrepreneurs do the same as they rise from rags to riches and get inspired each week on the stories they tell here at the Ty Brady Way. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. Today we have Skylar Wynn or Dr. Wynn. As, and, uh, you know, one of the things is, is on the show as we interview successful entrepreneurs, successful people, and they always like to hear the story on how people decided to get in the industry. Or So tell us a little about your background and why you decided to become a doctor. And then we'll ask a few questions on where the healthcare industry is going and what people may look forward to. Sure. I don't know if I would classify myself as a successful entrepreneur, but hey, I'll take uh, I'll take that I get a chance to be here. Um, yeah, for me, a little bit of background about myself. I was born overseas. Uh, I was born in Vietnam and lived there until I was about 14, 15. Moved to the state with my family and we moved to Utah and we've been here ever since. Um, and just a lot of different things kind of leading me up to being in medicine. And during my time in medicine, I really enjoy a lot of different things and specifically clinic setting. And that led me to decide to be a family medicine doctor. And when I was interviewing for a different opportunity, after most one I've done, and I really do think that they have one of the, one of the better set up and really have a, a great organization with a great, um, target and aim for how to improve patient life and I decided to join them and here I am. So that, that was going to be one of my next questions is healthcare is changing and you yeah. know like I look at my dad he's turning 90 in April and he would only go to the doctor if he wasn't feeling well. Right. And you know healthcare when and I'm in the insurance business so we help people get on insurance products but I always I, I often tell people you need to have a relationship with your doctor mm-hmm. and can we tell the people that are listening, why, why is that important? And then I'll give you a little bit of impact, what my thoughts are on that. Yeah, I think, I think it's definitely changing, like you say. I think most people can appreciate how different it is when you have a good relationship with your doctors. In a sense, you are trusting this person with some of the most sensitive information that you have and trust them with making the right decision for a lot of big things that can affect your life. And so I think having a physician that you can trust and that you can communicate clearly your problem and don't mind being open with them, I think that makes a huge difference, sure. I know that since I've been in the insurance industry that carriers talk about how they've been able to help people live happier, healthier lives Mm-hmm. And they've actually caught, you know, like cancer quicker mm-hmm. yeah. and, and those preventative screenings. Mm-hmm. How important is for people to get those done on an annual basis? I mean, you're, you're probably, your yeah. office is probably trying to get people to come in. I mean, yeah. how important is that? I mean, I think regardless of the organization and to be honest with you, even if I don't work for Optum, who's these things are a big, big, big aim and target. I think it's very critically important, just in general. I think medicine has come a long way in a lot of different things that we can do to prevent things. And a lot of things that medicine can do are more effective if we do it earlier. Yeah. So 
I think for those reasons alone, I think it's very important to just be proactive about your health and be proactive about talking to your physician and get all these preventive tests, uh, preventive tests done. A lot of them are really free of charge as well, which again, to me, make, uh, make it a no-brainer to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. Um, we most often adhere to a very strict guideline on what are the preventive care that we give. And so all the things that we do are evidence-based. We don't do this thing just because we think it's a good thing to do. We do them because it has shown to make a difference in the quality of life and in the mortality and morbidity of our patients. And so all of these things have good evidence behind them and we do them for a reason. And yeah, I think to me that that's a big part of my practice and a big part of my specialty family medicine. And so I think to me it's very important. You know, my wife is... Uh very into fitness. In fact, I think she's going to compete in, she's a fitness bikini competitor. And uh, I think she's going to do one in April, but she reads a lot of books about nutrition. Yeah. You know, you talk about medicine and I think that people often talk about medicines, maybe taking a prescription, Yeah. but how important is, you know, regular exercise and, you know, their daily diet and those types of things. Oh, it's huge. I think, I mean, you, uh, you probably would know a lot about different stuff in terms of diet and exercise just from your wife and everything. But I think it would be, you know, and certainly don't quote me on this. I think this is just on top of my head, but, and my own estimate, but I think at least 80 to 90% of the condition that I treat on a day-to-day basis could be prevented with a good exercise regimen and a good diet. Uh, things like heart disease, yeah. things like stroke, um, things like dementia even um, can be prevent it or greatly diminish um, by a good lifestyle. Well, that's amazing. You said dementia. My mother-in-law passed away from dementia, and it's really a concern for my wife because, mm-hmm. you know, there's some studies that say it's hereditary, right? Some say it can be preventive. So she's all, again, that's why she's all, yeah. all these health and what to eat, not uh-huh. eat. And it just, it blows my mind of, you know, the Absolutely. way the healthcare industry is going. Absolutely. Where do you see your, you know, where do you see yourself being in the next five years and, and then I'll lead into another question after that. Yeah, it's, uh, to be honest, I'm actually, I don't have a clear vision just yet. I have some vision. Yeah. You know, it's always difficult to talk about your goals and your aims. Um, and certainly don't want to talk too much about myself. But I think my, my hope is that five years from now, I will be in a position where I can affect my patient in a positive way, whether or not I um, be a small scale for my day-to-day interaction with them or on a bigger scale, maybe policy-wise, maybe organization um, program-wise, things like that. And so hopefully I'll be uh, in a position where I can make some sort of positive change. Correct me if I'm wrong, but across the country, doesn't Optum have places where they can go and exercise and like get social interaction and those types of things in, in some of the clinics? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We generally call them community centers. Community centers? Yeah. And I think in Utah, we have about three locations. Okay. Uh, we have one in Sandy, one in Taylorsville, West Valley area, and one in Layton, I believe. Um, and so I think, yeah, these community centers are a wonderful resources for a lot of people. Most of the resources are free for patients who come or people in the community to come and enjoy and a good way to spend your time doing things that are productive. So I think. Did I miss anything? What, what else do they have besides, I think, a fitness center, uh-huh. you know, like uh, events or, or um, 
not events, what would you call those? Just places where they can gather and play cards? I mean, what else do they have there? Yeah, not just playing cards. Yeah, but uh, I know, but what are they? Really yeah, that's not. right. <laughs> yeah, I think we do a lot more stimulating stuff than just playing cards. Uh, but yes, things like classes, like exercise classes. Okay, exercise classes. Uh, and they do a lot of teaching classes about certain skill, different skill, you know, like dancing skill, uh, weightlifting skill, mm -hmm. a lot of different things. And I think they change. Um, every month as well. They try to hold different type of classes so that people can have a lot more fun trying different things. I think I work inside the Sandy Clinic, which is just right below the Sandy Community Centers. And every Friday they have a drumming lesson, I believe. Wow. <laughs> and I can hear it very well within the clinic. So yeah, a lot of classes, a lot of different things that they do. Um, I have not personally attended any of these classes, so I, I cannot tell how, uh, how fun it is, but from my own uh, just peripheral experiences, a lot of people seem to be having fun. So. Yeah, well, you know, the whole the whole goal is to live a happier, healthier life, and you know, right. actually, you know, be active and doing yeah. something. You know, get, get your body moving, right? Yeah, I think it's very important to, to keep that goal always in mind. Physical exercise has been shown to be one of the most, if not the most, critically important thing that you can do to improve your life. Um, so coming back to things that dementia, you say, um, exercise has been proven to be the most powerful tool to prevent dementia, bar none. Wow. Uh, there's no medicine that can compare and there's no diet that can be compared to a good health, uh, healthy and intense exercise regimen to prevent dementia. And I think exercise can span its benefit in various aspects of your life. Um, in the social connection you make when you do physical activity it's one yeah. thing that i can think of um you know you make friends you meet new people and this thing can be very important to a lot of different people too dementia from my perspective is a absolutely brutal 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 disease absolutely. for what my father-in-law dealt with what only the things that i was saw yeah it was wow yeah. i mean i wouldn't do what you can do to prevent is what I would say, Absolutely. because that is, that is ooh, yeah. nothing you want to deal with. Yeah. Now you, you t we talked about that, you know, patients need to have a relationship with their doctor and that's where they're encouraged to go see their doctor, do those preventative screenings. What are some challenges that you see going forward in the healthcare industry? Yeah, I think there are a lot of challenges. I mean, we have constantly moving, um, targeted, uh, targets and obstacle that we have to face every day. I think for me, you know, it's it's difficult to identify one biggest challenge at time. But I think if you ask me in my own personal opinion, it's probably the cost of getting care in America. I think it's, I mean, I don't think I'm alone when I say that our healthcare system is very expensive. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, we have probably the best quality-wise healthcare system in the world. Meaning that if I was ever to get sick, I would want to get care in America, no other country. Um, but if I was to get sick and I don't have a lot of money, then I would certainly consider other option. Um, and so I think the financial aspect of our healthcare system can be very challenging. I think there are a lot of different way smarter people than me at trying to figure out solutions. And that include big organizations too, like Optum. You know, I think Optum is one 
of a few organizations who trying to find a way to make quality healthcare less expensive. Mm-hmm. It's it's a tall task. It's not easy by any means. And so, yeah, that that would be my opinion on what would be the challenge. I just I, I want to be able to change that. Cons- that you know, from I tell people all the time. I said, mm-hmm. go see your doctor. That you know, they're it's going to help you. It's going to they're going to get you on a regimen. And I think they're afraid. In, in some regards of what the outcome may be. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to go to the doctor and you yeah, do, you do all these preventive screenings and all of a sudden, you know, they've got some major disease they didn't yeah. want to know about, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you want to catch it sooner. Yeah. And I totally can empathize with the mindset. Uh, absolutely. No, the old saying is ignorant is bliss sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but again, I come back to the point that Medicine has advanced a lot in the past few decades, and it continues to advance every single day. We have effective treatment for a lot of conditions that we used to not able to treat effectively. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of screening tools that we can screen for disease very effectively that we didn't have in the past. And so if this thing plays into the advantage of the patient, and there is more than uh, more than ever right now, I think there's more incentive to be proactive about your healthcare. I think you will get a lot more benefit if you are being more proactive uh, in terms of taking care of your health and getting all of these things done. Because again, we have good effective treatment. And a lot of this thing, I come back to the fact that a lot of the things that we do are evidence-based and does, and they do make a difference yeah. in your health moving forward uh, 10, 20, 30 years from now. The, the, you know, like talked about my dad, my dad's 90 and he would only go to the doctor if he was really, really sick. Mm-hmm. But I tell people all the time that your doctor wants to have a relationship with you yeah. and you should want to have a relationship with your doctor. Yeah. So when you're choosing a doctor, mm-hmm. if you like a male or female, make sure that, because no one wants to go to the, oh, I heard what he said, you know, they don't, yeah. I, I don't like what he said to me or he's rude yeah. or he's abrupt or, you know, he didn't take, I don't feel like he took the time or he listened. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear all those stories and, yeah. and they're like, can I get a new doctor? I'm like, listen, you got to find the one that, you, that is good for you so that then you'll go to the doctor. Yeah, I, I agree. I think um, specifically Salt Lake City, I think most patients can have a variety of options in terms of who they choose for their care. Uh, patient in others area that is a little bit more underserved may not have that luxuries. But I think in general, yes, you should definitely, absolutely try to find a physician where you can have a good working relationship with. Again, these are the these are the persons, are the people that potentially can follow you for decades from now um, and taking care of you and your family yeah. uh, for many, many years. And you certainly want to do that with someone you enjoy the company with. I think even for a 20 minute appointment can it can seem like forever if you're stuck with someone that you don't quite enjoy the company with and so i certainly agree with that is trying to find someone who you click with personality wise and can enjoy a good conversation with and certainly i think a lot of physicians not just me um, want to make the experience of the patient come in and visiting us more pleasant yeah uh, it's difficult i think is it's difficult for a lot of different physicians to have enough time to spend with a patient sometimes and sometimes things can seem to be rushed and people might not feel like they are hurt but I think a lot of physicians including me are proactively trying to make the patient experience better every time we see a new patient. Yeah. Yeah. 
there here's a 25 years from now here's a here's a hypothetical yeah. where, where do you see it 25 years from now see the industry mm-hmm. you know just yeah yeah it's it's a loaded question because, <laughs> uh, yeah so many can happen healthcare changed so much in the last 10 years it definitely have become a totally different landscape yeah, just in the past decade so if you're looking over two decades from now, again, you know, if you ask me, and this is just my personal opinion, I think we will continue to focus more on providing quality care at affected costs. Yeah. And that include potentially being more focused on quality measures. I think quality measures, especially for the Medicare programs, has become increasingly important mm-hmm. in the past few years. And I think it will continue to be that way and it will kind of um, cascade into the private insurance company as well, outside Medicare, because I think we, I think a lot of people realize that we have to address the cost problem we have with the healthcare system and that needs to be tackled now. Yeah. And so I think there are a few solutions that are being experimented with and the quality measure programs are one of them and i think there have been some success to associate with these quality measures program and so i think it will continue to be a focus and potentially expand um, in the next few decades and that might be where the healthcare industry focuses on it's just having patient being one of these quality measure program where the physician and the medical team actively doing things that has been proven to improve quality of life, but at an effective cost strategy. I believe life, the longevity of life is going to increase. I mean, when I was born, I was mm-hmm. three pounds, four ounces, premature. Yeah. You know, my mom's umbilical cord was half grown or half, mm-hmm. you know, I was only half getting nutrition. Yeah. So I was one of those ones that was a miracle baby. And today they're saving babies smaller than me yeah, all day, absolutely. every day. Yep. And it's, that's what I think is I look back, I'm like, it's just getting more advanced. Even some of my, the challenges I had with my five kids being born yeah. and what, what they went through and what they're able to see. Any last thoughts you'd like to share with the audience and then uh, how they may, you know, you're at the Optum Clinic in Sandy? Yeah, uh, no, in Taylorsville. Taylorsville, yes. okay. Optum Clinic still. Okay. Um, our address is 6321 South Road. Um, yeah, in terms of... Uh, closing statement. I don't have much. I think you kind of cover everything that we need to cover, really, to be honest. I think with the new year um, coming into play now and we entering the new year, I think, again, I would try to encourage everyone to just be more proactive with your health. I think, again, you are getting a lot of benefit at this moment right now if you are proactive with your health because of all the things that we have available in our tool shed. And so I would say, if you've been thinking about getting in touch with your local physician for a checkup, if you haven't seen a doctor in many in a few years, mm-hmm. um, I think taking that leave of faith and reach out and just schedule that appointment, I think, will be a good idea. Again, most insurance have a preventive visit uh, free of charge mm-hmm. once a year, so I think it's something that absolutely should be utilized by patient. Again, you don't want to let that go to waste, and so I think. Taking that first step and taking care of your health is uh, is a big thing, and so I encourage people to try to do it. Pick up the phone, right? Yeah. Or, don't wait. T- don't wait till December thirty first to get that. Yeah, you know that absolutely. preventative screening done, right? Yeah, absolutely. 
That's a good, a good thought. I like that a lot. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Um, if you'd like to leave anything out to our audience, um, I'll close this out. Thank you for listening to the Ty Brady way and always share, like, and subscribe. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ty Brady way. As always share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always love hearing from you and let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady way on Instagram as well as Facebook. To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.